The Stranglers are due to return to New Zealand this coming April. With guitarist Hugh Cornwell gone solo, drummer Jet Black retired, and keyboard player Dave Greenfield sadly passed away, that leaves bassist J.J. Brunel as the last original Strangler in the band. And we find him hanging around in the south of France, ready to serve it up nice and sleazy. And if you should see Dave, say hello. And if I'm not mistaken, the last time that you, you got, the Stranglers played Auckland was like the last gig that Dave did with you guys before he passed away. So did, do you have a memory of that show at all? You were at the Auckland Town Hall. I, I just remember it was, gr it was great fun. We had a few beers with a few um, Auckland people afterwards. And uh, <laughs> I, yeah, and then I think the, the day, the next day or the day after that, Dave and I flew back out together. Right, right, right. Which was the last last time I I saw Dave. Really? Oh man. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, the band has always been kind of in a little state of flux with people, you know, coming and going and not coming and not going. So, how is that? Right. You've been the one kind of constant since the very beginning. Uh, how, what kind of? I know. No, no one's ever said that a French person will be constant. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, what what is that like for you to keep it going through all that stuff? Well, it's a it's a it's uh, I'm a man on a mission. Uh, right. I think the, uh, the it's uh, if it wasn't the Stranglers, I would still need a creative outlet. Uh, but as it is, I've got um, strangers have evolved over the years, uh, you know, changes of personnel. Sure. But the sound hasn't changed really yep. much. I mean, it's evolved, you know, as we've got older. Yep. And maybe some of the subjects that we're writing about have changed. But fundamentally, everything is more or less, I don't know, we've created our own niche. Yes, that's true. Our own, our own sound and our own uh, Weltanschauung, you know, <laughs> uh, our own way of looking at the world, you know. Right, right. And anyone who doesn't fit in with that is not oh. in the band, you know. So, there you go. <laughs> um, so, so that's why the, I suppose that's the constant. Right, right. Now, speaking of that sound, I wanted to ask you about that because a lot of people, rightly so, identify the keyboard with the sound because it was unique to whatever else was going on back in. The well, his season. playing, his playing was unique. Yeah, yeah. the way he his his. Uh, well, we thought it was unique <laughs> until we met Toby. Right. Okay. Who'd been studying him for thirty-five years. Oh, there you go. Well, that's all right. You got the right guy then, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, of all the people in the world to replace Dave, if if he could be replaced, that is, um, we got Toby, who's as much of a geek, and uh, sometimes we tap him on the on those uh, chest and say, "Dave, are you in there?" Because he's <laughs> as much he's as much of a geek as as Dave was, but he's right. he's an incredible player. Yeah, but each of the four members of the band has does have their own unique sound, including you on the bass. So when you were coming together, were you aware of that? uniqueness of the sound did you have a common goal or thread or it was no. it was what it was <laughs> yeah it was uh, but interesting you should you should mention that because everyone all of us you me everyone is unique right so our out what comes out of us should be unique because everyone's experience is different 
right millions of neurons so i'm i'm always amazed that a lot of music and it's not just modern music music has a lot of music has sounded the same <laughs> right or or um has you could replace the, the front person and it would still sound the same you know so how from from us all having unique prints fingerprints voice prints how come a lot of the stuff sounds the same hmm because it shouldn't do. Right. What, what do you think? Well, I think that, um, commercial considerations come into the, into the uh, mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people uh, want to not be unique. They want to be part of a bandwagon or of a fashion or of a trend, which, you know, yep. fair enough. But yep. it's never really been my, my thing or our right. thing. But it's interesting when the Stranglers first popped up, they you were a, there were attempts to make you fit into whatever was going on. Did you resist well, that, or did you kind of go, well, okay, whatever? No, at first we 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 we, we thought it was great because at the very first we you know we were friends with the Clash, the Sex Pistols, and all the bands that are coming on, you know, the, the yep. other, all that, and we were frequenting the same areas and playing the same bars, the same pubs, the same venues. Yep, but bit by bit, there was a there was a, you know, a couple of situations which really polarised the difference between us and all the other bands, um, and so we, um, despite uh, the fact that we weren't very happy about it initially, uh, you know, we were kind of ostracised by whom? Um, by most of our peer group, actually, and the press, the music right. press. So that gave us added um, motivation. <laughs> so we developed as we were uh, a musical autarky, you know, autonomy. Right. Um, so we were allowed to evolve separately from all the others, and in the long term, it's obviously it's it's given us our own kind of a niche, I suppose. Well, you, it, it, there's no one that sounds like the Stranglers. No. So so that's. Some achievement. Just, I mean, <laughs> you might not like what the sound. Well, yeah, sound there is like, that, but, but <laughs> no one sounds like us, and surely that's um, that's some kind of success, creative success. Right, right, right. So, jumping ahead to uh, the most recent album, Dark Matters. What when you went to put that to, together? Did you have uh, a musical direction in mind? Did you have an, a, something you wanted to achieve? What was the motivation for, for making that record? Well, the fact we hadn't done a record for about eight years prior to that. So it was an yep. accumulation of, you know, life experiences and also things that we were living through. For instance, the opening track, Water, we wrote uh, nearly eight years ago during the Arab Spring. Right. <laughs> so it's about that. Yep. The crescent moon was aflame. Innocent people were slain. Um, is a kind of metaphor for democracy or freedom. Mm -hmm. um, so everything came from that. And, you know, the, I think if we're going to be honest, uh, I mean, The Stranglers never written many love songs. Yeah. Um, it's probably because I think 
love has been um, certainly not overrated. It's been <laughs> overinflated. It's okay. been overinflated. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, okay, the the rappers are quite honest because they don't talk about love so much. It's about ass and tits and stuff. Yeah. But um, we've never really been in a, in a in a situation to talk hugely and from great experience about love, unfortunately. So we talk about the world as we see it, um, and it, it, everything goes through our prism, you know. Our in, and I think that's part of our job, actually, to reflect the world that we live in, and the um, uh, that we personally live in, and also the world that we live in with the rest, everyone else, right, and right, the things right. that we we observe and the conclusions we come to, which might not necessarily be correct, but it's, it's <laughs> like the cab, like your local cab driver, he's got an opinion. And Absolutely. So, so do we. And artists are no more uh, different to uh, in that respect to everyone else. Everyone's got an opinion. Yep, yep, yep. And yep. we just put it into music. That's all. Right. Now, I've been reading some recounts of some of your shows recently, and apparently there's uh, – it's at times you're sitting on a stool doing like an acoustic song called the lines about that's kind of about aging so that doesn't sound like a strangler's gig what, what's going on there <laughs> this one was from drinking these two are from smoking those were my divorce when everyone was fighting there's no hiding place for the lines on my face. No, it's, it is a, well, uh, why not? You know, um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, we're not two dimensional. And it, uh, it's a song, it's, it's very naked. It's, it's one guitar and uh, one voice talking about the aging process, you know, because, you know, I get up in the morning, if I'm lucky, um, and uh, look in the mirror. And I see something I don't want to see necessarily. Yeah. You know? yep, yep, yep. Uh, let's be honest about it. Um, uh, we should reflect us as well. You know, not you know, it's, there's nothing worse than mutton dressed as lamb or pretending to be uh, to be uh, what you're not anymore. You know, right, 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 right. And, and did you uh, because rock and roll is considered a young man's game? There must have been some point in your career where you're going, okay. We're, screw it. We're going to keep going. <laughs> it was considered a young man's game 50 years ago. Exactly. Young man. Yes. <laughs> That's true. But I think we, I think a few years ago, you know, we started entering uncharted territory. Yeah. What was considered a young man's thing, people, practitioners were still practicing it um, when they were no longer necessarily so young. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I do remember people talking about the Stones and how can they keep going now that they're 30. <laughs> and and yeah, exactly, yes. So, yeah, these yeah. are in their late 70s now and still rocking well, out. Well, I'll tell you so I'll tell you something. In my village here in France, in the south of France, yep. I have got the huge honour of playing with a guy who I consider a legend when I was a kid. Oh, who's that? I'm an honorary yard bird. Oh, I play with um, Jim McCarty right. every week. We, 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 we just, the drummer, the original drummer, we still can go out with the yep. name, actually, Yardbirds. He is still fantastic. He's nearly 80. <laughs> and um, we just we just have great fun playing stuff. That's and, pretty cool. Um, well, what a, 
that for me is the band, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jimmy Page, Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck in one band. Yep. Can't go wrong there. So, and he's play. He's still rocking it. Very cool. Very cool. In answer to your question about age. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, so you you've got some time off now. I think the last gig you, gig you did was uh, a few weeks ago, and you're kind of yeah. off until March. Is that so? When is that a time for you to kind of recharge your batteries? Do you? Do well, of you, course, yeah. Yeah. Recharge my batteries. Write a few tunes when they come into my head. Ride my motorcycle. Um, eat some French food. Drink some French wine because I'm right in the middle of the vineyards here. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, recharge batteries so I come uh, so we can blitzkrieg New Zealand. <laughs> Please do <laughs> on hundred percent energy. Excellent. So, so what is the? Do you have a, a plan of action when you hit the road again and head down to this side of the world? Um, what, what do you mean? Like uh, when oh. you do you do you sit there and go, okay, well we've done this for the previous tour, now we're going to do this, or do yeah, you... well we check, we 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 we've got the luxury of embarrassment uh, du choix, as the French say. So we can we try to change the set list every night. Sometimes we don't, right? But we can, we we can, and uh, kind of it keeps us on our toes. And uh, you know, if you started playing the same thing every single night, you'd start going through the motions and become a karaoke band, and that's not what we're about yeah yep 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 so you say you might be writing a few tunes along the way uh do you write for yourself do you write for the band do you write for for an audience How, what's your motivation there well I, I would love to write for an audience but no i have to write for myself and if other people um pick up on it then that's communion that's success isn't right it? Yep. Um, if if people can uh, engage with what you're saying and how you're saying it, that's for me. That's the uh, recipe for success, uh -huh. which doesn't always work. <laughs> well, I guess not. But nothing nothing always works. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So there you go. So, is there anything musically that you wanted achieved that you haven't done that that you're still going? Oh man, if we could just do this. I don't know. Okay. So that means yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, I'm open to anything that comes into my brain. Right. Into uh, my experience. Um, yeah. I'm, I really am not blinkered about where the music comes from. Um, and I think uh, people who love music will not just engage with one kind of style. Right. Right, right, right. Um, I think uh, if you're a musician, you want to pick up and learn from all different other musicians and other stars of music and sometimes and then steal from those, you know, sure. borrow something. Yeah. Be inspired by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, exactly. The That's the term. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of different musicians, obviously there's different musicians within the band. Now uh, you're the only guy from back in the seventies with jet is kind of retired and Hughes off doing his thing. And sadly, Dave's no longer with us. So, do you, does it feel like a different band to you? Do you is it working with different personalities and different people with different uh, you know abilities affect what you think of the band? Well, the abilities are second to none. Okay. Otherwise, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be in the Stranglers in the first sure. place. Um, per, the personalities are different, which is yep. enriching. Enriching. <laughs> all right. Um, you know, we all like to meet new, you know 
new people. Um, but when we're on straight stage uh, and rehearsing, it's the Stranglers. Right. Yeah. It's this this machine. Yep. All right. So when you go back in, are you thinking of going back in the studio? Will that be a? Oh yeah. Yep. And, tonight, and, in about in about an hour's time, I'll be in the studio tonight downstairs. By yourself or with the rest of the band? No, with by myself. <laughs> I, I, I haven't brought them into France yet. They voted Brexit, so they. Can, oh right, they that's can... the problem, isn't it? Jesus. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, the guys in the band did not vote Brexit. <laughs> oh man. But that's it. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. So how does that affect the band? I, and bands in general have kind of alluded to the fact that this is a big problem. So have you had to deal it's, with that? It's a bit of a it's a bit more of a logistical problem now because you can't just um, I mean, they've made a kind of created dispensation for musicians to travel around Europe. Initially, they couldn't. And it, it, with all the logistics involved with equipment, for instance, you now have to sign off, you know, carnets, stuff which you didn't have to do right? Um, when they were part of um, Europe. But uh, I think it's a, quite a bit of a, an own goal. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we, I think, well, you know, <laughs> Europe needs to be united, um, not um, homogeneously, just um, in spirit. Right. And um, that's kind of put a big crack in, in the idea of Europe. I mean, the idea of Europe was originally created by the French and Germans to try, to try to avoid another war and to find things in common rather than the things that they had uh, in difference, you know, differences they had. So um, the UK, I'm not quite sure why they um, decided to be separate from the rest of Europe. Because, you know, if you, if you're, if you disagree with something, um, you you should be able to change it from within, but from out outside you definitely can't. And yeah. um, they're suffering economically; yeah. Oh, yeah. they're <laughs> suffering hugely. They're going to suffer the worst of all European countries with the coming recession, with the war in Ukraine. Um, I still quite don't quite get it, um, but uh, you know, it was a a vote, and they voted it. Yep. Yep. Well, it, it, uh, the only thing I do, I am aware of that uh, the Russians had a huge amount of influence on it. <laughs> a lot of the disinformation. Um, now they admit that, um, you know, Nigel Farage, who was in UKIP, the lead of UKIP, he, um, he was getting quite a lot of money from the Russians for media work. Yeah. Um, and Alex Salmond, who was the, uh, the leader of the Scottish National Party who want to secede from the uh, from England, he got a lot of money from Russia for media work. Right, and you know you start thinking about the amount of disinformation and fake accounts on all the social media platforms. Sure. Yeah, um, a lot of them are created by the Russians. You know, it's <laughs> it's another form of uh, of warfare, isn't it? Cyber yeah. warfare. So yeah. I think uh, a lot of the, the the things that people wanted to believe in the UK were fed from abroad, from right, Russia. Right. Well, and the same thing in the U.S. I mean, uh, the Absolutely, whole thing yeah. and all that. And they're blaming the Russians, too. But at some point, you got to take responsibility. It's like, well, you know, nobody forced them to vote the way they did. Absolutely, yeah. It, it, but they know. voted based on misinformation. That's the right. thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it seems odd. But hopefully, 
I mean, something will work itself out because it kind of has to, I guess. Well, of course, Europe without the UK is incomplete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so is the UK (laughs) without Europe. Well, the UK without Europe, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Everyone needs it. They all need each other. Cool. All righty. So back to the Stranglers. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys when you get here because I've been following you guys since day one. So I'm just the right age for it. Uh, do you find many? <laughs> do you find many younger folks coming to see the band? Many. Sorry, I coughed just when you said that. Many younger folks. Some. Coming yeah, to- yeah, yeah. There's uh, the demographic is really spread now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Why do you think so, that is? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because probably they've discovered um, through, not through commercial outlets, that's for sure, through radio, but through yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, some of the no- uh, nosier ones and the more um, esoteric ones have found us through you know, social platforms and realised that our music is not necess- is not dated right. and is relevant. Yep, That's what yep. I'd like to hit, think. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And did you think that uh, 50 years ago or people you'd still be playing and people would still be listening to the Stranglers? Absolutely not. But then, you know, we <laughs> thought, well, if we get a single out in the next six months, we've made it, you know. <laughs> right. Um, no, of course not. It is no, of course not. It was it was not something that you considered as um, something to do for life. It's it was, you know, a period in your life um, that you would hopefully enjoy. Yep. For oh. however short it lasted, you know. Exactly. All righty. Well, well, thank you for spending time talking to me. I'm looking forward to seeing you pleasure. guys when you get here. And it's been a pleasure. Have a great day uh, over there in beautiful France. A friend of mine just moved from here to over there, and I'm jealous of her. So, really? <laughs> Although it's beautiful Where here, else? too. I can't. Um, I'm not sure off the top of my head, but okay. yeah, she's uh, in some little is fantastic. town. Yeah, I'm New not complaining. Yeah, How I can agree. You complain? You've got space, you've got beautiful country, you've got some of the coolest things, and you used to have uh, the best rugby team in the world. But oh, yeah. That, well, we anyway. still do a female team now. It's the Black no? Ferns. The Black Ferns now. It's, it's the female team that's the best. Uh, yeah, they, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Congratulations. Everything's just changed. It's all the same. Okay. <laughs> all righty. Thank you very much. Have a plus, great day. Plus a change. <laughs> Take care. Je ne sais pas.